0: Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to St. Codepensia, a podcast about all things mental health, in particular, codependency. My name is Courtney Coleman, and I will be your host. Thank you for joining me. It's episode 11. Lucky number. I love 11. love a So today's analogy is really fun. VIP rooms. Who doesn't love a VIP room? I mean, come on. I got very familiar with VIP rooms living in LA for 12 years. My husband lived there before I did. We met on a movie in 2008 and I moved out to LA and he had an incredible circle of friends that welcomed me with open arms. And many of them were successful in the entertainment business in all different types of ways. Musicians, actors, producers, makeup artists. My time living in LA, I met so many talented, amazing people. And I got to know people also on a genuine level because I wasn't myself aspiring to become anything in LA. I was always trying to figure it out. (laughs) I think it told us (laughs) recently. So I'm a stay-at-home mom and I'm a podcaster and it took me a really long, long time to figure that out. But yeah, here we are. But yeah, my husband's friend group was just incredible. Very dynamic group of people, very close-knit, some might say incestuous, (laughs) but like had some of the best times of my life in LA and I was fortunate enough to be invited to a lot of really cool VIP events because of the people I had gotten to know while being in LA. And a lot of people back home back here in Louisiana asked me about it or people who don't live in California. And it's just kind of one of those things where celebrities are kind of like politicians. There's good and there's bad. It just depends. I've met a lot of dickheads and I've met a lot of really beautiful, genuine, authentic people, some who are famous and some who are not. And that's just kind of how it is. It's just a case by case basis. But there is a basic and Analogy that I'm going for here, that VIP rooms exist in us mentally. And I've been going through some processing this week and realizing that there's so many times that we exclude ourselves from things but we don't understand why. And I don't think we believe that we are. We just think we're being normal, like we're handling things the normal way. And so what this podcast is helping me do, it's it's helping me articulate kind of like what the truth is. There's a lot of mixed up messages out there and there's a lot of people who portray VIP rooms in their lives, like on Instagram, Facebook, and they're like putting on a lot of these things that look like VIP rooms, And they could be real VIP rooms mentally. Only the person knows. But I'm coming to grips with the fact that there was so much lying in my life about what was real because my dad was such a showman. He was always make cracking a joke. He wanted the spotlight. He loved attention. He was a big VIP guy, like high roller. Like he just loved to be big daddy Dino. Like as most of you know him, that's how he was. He he would, he would introduce himself as this really big, like Rodney Dangerfield personality type of guy. And I would see him act this way. And I would see him have to get like so, so, so drunk all the time because he thought that that persona, that quote, quote unquote, VIP guy was what he really wanted or needed or or he put his value in that in some way. But as his child, I saw the whole picture. I saw him come home. I saw him hung over. I saw him fall down drunk, I saw him swerve off the road. I saw how fake and phony his quote unquote, VIP rooms were like casinos. These people who get like these really incredible perks at the casino because they win, spend so much money, and then you go back home and a lot of them have like nothing because they've gambled everything away. It's like, well, is that really VIP? <laughs> is that really living the VIP life? And, I'm, and, and so I'm expounding on that concept, I guess, because I think what happens is we have to believe what we've been shown. If you haven't experienced something, or if you haven't been told that something was able to happen for you, then it doesn't show up within your mental headspace. A lot of times you X yourself out. You actually don't allow yourself to buy a ticket. You say, I can't afford it. No way could I have a VIP ticket. No way could I be there. And I realized that there's great news out there because there's an actual mental VIP room. There's an equivalent of like the LA version, the celebrity lifestyle, you know, the the pop and bottles and the, you know, <laughs> insane sparklers and all that shit that could go on in your head. <laughs> that could actually happen. You could be that happy in real life. <laughs> People. And I think that there's just a lot of confusion about what real VIP treatment is what real VIP living is everybody wants it everybody attains it in some form or fashion in their minds like whatever they think but think about the people who are struggling with depression and anxiety and I think about the people that I know I think about me in the recent past and I really do think you can boil it down to the fact that people who are in depression believe that they don't have a ticket to the VIP room they believe that everybody else can go they can't they're staying down there they don't want a ticket to the VIP room they don't think they Can get in. So they're not even trying. People with anxiety are just worried about not getting in. (laughs) They might get in, but they're just worried that they're not. The chance that they're not getting in is completely stealing their ability to fucking get in, just the chance of it. And it's like, wow, you can get in. Everybody can get in. You got to dig out that ticket. (laughs) It's hard. And I don't know if everybody's been to a country club. I mean, I think most people know what the country club life is like, and it, it fucking rocks awesome. (laughs) But most people who are in that country club are there because their parents were there. They are living the country club life because their parents showed them that that was a possibility. (laughs) That was something that you could work for and go out and get because they did it. And so there are people who believe that they would never be able to to be a member of a country club. Well, they're right. (laughs) Because the belief that they would never be able to get in excludes them from getting in. So think about that. You can make a mental VIP room in your mind. You can have the dance party. You can have the you can have the happiness. It can be there and it doesn't have to be altered. It doesn't have to be induced by anything else or anyone else. So I don't know if I'm in the VIP area yet, but I know <laughs> that I'm climbing up off the cheap seats. <laughs> I don't think I'm backstage or in a VIP yet, but I know that I'm climbing up. But yeah, so there's another little bonus analogy. I don't know if I'm going to do these bonuses every week, but it seems like I have kind of a bigger one and then a little baby one that I kind of want to tack on. One that it doesn't have enough to be its own episode, but these things, again, they come to me so much that I have so many. I I might do two an episode or I might not, I'm not sure. But this week, our little baby bonus cuticles. So everybody can understand why I wouldn't put a whole episode on cuticles. So you would think this is not a very interesting topic. However, I'm going to try to change your mind. I have cuticle issues. I bite them and I have very strong nails, but I also have very strong skin around the nails. And I don't know if anybody has struggled with like infected cuticles, but it's horrendous. I mean, I've birthed children and I'm not comparing it to childbirth, but I'm saying it's, I'm saying when you have cuticles on every single finger that are bleeding because you've taken a cuticle trimmer and like dug out every piece of cuticle you could you have left like you were digging for truffles I may or may not be speaking from experience that shit hurts so bad and I realized something that okay just this might be a little bit of a stretch but I wanted to kind of like connect something to codependency because I think that there needs to be more easier ways to look at codependency so the cuticle is the skin around the nail and that skin is meant to protect the nail from bacteria I I had to google this because guys I really don't know this much about cuticles that skin is meant to protect the nail from bacteria at the root. I don't want to go far as far as to say you don't need cuticles after your, your nail is grown. But I mean, you, your nail is healthy. You don't need that cuticle. And so you need to push the cuticle back because the skin is attached. And if you don't do regular trimming and regular maintenance or self-care of the nail, get hard and infected. And so think about this. If you are a nail or any any person <laughs> is a nail and something that is codependent in your life it may be you attached to something or something attached to you if you are the nail something is attached to you if you are the cuticle then you are attaching yourself to something so there needs to be attachment like parents need to be around children in the beginning so that there is no bacteria or or you know trauma or bad things that happen they need babies need protection nail grows gets stronger you gotta push the cut to call back guys so <laughs> think about it like parenting. (laughs) I started having these really fun analogies in my head, (laughs) writing these notes, thinking about how mothers, you know, how some mothers are just like completely overbearing and overattached. So that would be the equivalent of like a really infected cuticle problem, (laughs) like an Italian mother or a Jewish mother who the the guy is still living at home at 35. And, you know, the the cuticle (laughs) is attacked. So in normal development, you need to push these cuticles back and you need to set healthy boundaries before it gets infected. So I am speaking from firsthand experience. Once they're bleeding, you're screwed because the only thing that really helps you is something that should have happened weeks ago. <laughs> you should have worn gloves is is the point, but you didn't and you're up shits freak because you just have just horrible like bleeding cuticles At that point you've let your relationships aka your nail beds get to the infected points and you need like acute care because you can keep biting them and bleeding bad news and it's the same thing with people you know you have to set boundaries and self-care is something that that's really why I wanted to bring up this cuticle analogy because it's it's tied to self-care and codependence have never been taught self-care true. And so they start having all of these emotional issues because they really just don't know how to take care of themselves, even on basic levels like dental care or grooming, like taking care of your feet or your nails. If your parent really didn't go through that and like show you these things, like you just kind of grow up neglecting it and like neglecting your relationships and having people be over attached to you or you being over attached to someone's nail, you got to trim that shit off because it's isn't healthy if it doesn't come off at at a certain point because everyone is their own nail. No one should be the over-infected cuticle. Everybody should have their own nails and own healthy cuticles. Okay? (laughs) So that is the message for today, guys. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you have enjoyed this insanity, whatever I'm talking about. Who knows? Please leave me a review if you don't mind. I would love to hear your feedback and have a great week. Please be advised that I am not a licensed therapist, nor do I have any degrees in mental health. I strongly encourage everyone to seek out the care of a mental health professional. And as always, go find your light and where you begin is within. Bye.